2: I'd like to acknowledge that we are broadcasting on unceded Gadigal land. This land is a meeting place for sharing knowledge, stories and song. It's been in the hands of generations of Gadigal custodians for thousands of years before us and it will continue to be in their hands long after us. We are privileged to honour this history of storytelling today here at FBI Radio. I pay my respects to Gadigal elders past, present and emerging. We're coming to you from Redfern right now, the birthplace of Black Theatre in this country and a site for resistance and resilience for first nations people welcome to race matters this is a show hosted by people of color speaking with people of color about the ways we understand and value our racial identities i'm Sada khan and today on the show we'll be yarning with our previous race matter host ryan clapham aka dobby ryan is a proud marawari man and is one of the many artists being heavily directly impacted by covid19 Former Race Matters host and brother boy Ryan Clapham, aka Dobby. How are you, my brother?
3: Hey, I'm good, sis. How are you? I'm
2: good. I'm good. Thank you so much for joining us right now. I know you really clocked for time. You're very, <laughs> like, got a lot of new things that you have to kind of create right now because we've come into some <laughs> obviously unprecedented and uncharted territory at the moment. And the arts industry, which is a space that's obviously already underfunded and unsupported, is now taking an incredible hit with all gathering, upcoming events being cancelled, um, obviously, in the hopes of flattening the curve of coronavirus transmission. So how has this kind of directly impacted you as an artist?
3: Oh, my gosh. So, I mean, you know, like a similar story to so many other people out there. Our, uh, our, our upcoming shows and our tour has been cancelled, and we're trying to figure out which ones have, you know, have got to be postponed indefinitely and which ones we've just got to kind of, you know. And then also, uh, my manager, Viv, is um, she's transferring a lot of the events online so that people can live stream it. With great quality, high production, like she would uh for the festival, so we're we're making we're making something out of a crappy situation,
2: yeah, which is. Really quite amazing because artists are already such hustlers as it is in trying to um, get your art seen, get your stories told. And for artists of colour, particularly like your stories and what you create um, would be incredibly fundamental right now for audiences in understanding how this pandemic targets disenfranchised and marginalised people. So beyond all of this, how do you think, like, do you have an idea of how you think your work will change in the midst of all of this?
3: I... Look, I don't... I'm not too sure yet. Like, that's a really good question, and I've been thinking about that a lot, but I'm still trying to figure out what this is... Like, just the, the extent of how it's affected all my work that's coming up, and I, I think um, it's going to be interesting. Like, we're still going to be putting out, you know, the music that I've been sharing with you about, like, with the with the River story. Yeah. Um. So, you know, I want to put that out, but I want to also have as much attention and time given to that, and I know that like uncle bruce for example he's you know he wants to put a lot of attention and time into the documentary that just came out called the when rivers when the rivers run dry but because everyone's talking about this it's it's kind of like it's really affecting that in terms of you know the, the like other issues that are happening as we speak but um yeah and then and then of course like it's just affected like you know, we were going to perform in Brie Warrina, for example, like to do the festival there, and Uncle Bruce would have been there. And but of course, we're we're social distancing, and we've decided to uh, postpone that event. Um, Lily has put out a you know an announcement that we'll do it next year, and so you know, for the better health of the community, we don't want to introduce something to the community.
2: Yeah, because those are um, communities that would be just overwhelmingly impacted and devastated by this which is a really sad thing as well for a lot of us people of color a lot of us indigenous peoples we want to go back to country we want to be with our old people but in order to protect our old people we have to keep our distance and um it's really interesting that you brought up that point about uncle bruce and the conversations and the momentum that was kind of being built around getting attention and awareness towards the rivers and especially with your song too and having the rivers only just recently filled up again people were kind of seeing how dry it went how sad it was for country and it was getting all attention and now it's just it's it feels like it's been halted would you agree?
3: Yeah absolutely but you know it's still happening that's the thing as soon as as soon as the fires um, sort of sort of died down and then the rain started to come again the irrigation started to happen exactly. again the irrigation started to happen again and and obviously you know that's not on anyone's minds right well I mean it's on it's on our minds but but we're being over flooded with what's happening now which is obviously very urgent but it just means that it's happening by the wayside so yeah
0: you
3: know, yeah
2: yeah and so we've all of that as well what is like in your sector because your area is so important in just even just alleviating people's stresses right now and for them to be able to take a break and take their mind off all of this what are some of the conversations that are being had within your part of the art sector
3: oh man like we we know that you know that music and and poetry is what's help it's definitely helping me to get through these like it's been a tough a strange 3 weeks and you know what's helped me to get through it is just seeing my friends playing on Instagram and just seeing them live streaming and 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 just the creativity that's coming out of it and what's going to come out of it i hope that on the other end out of all of this that people realize you know that that you know teachers musicians <laughs> like there there needs to be so much more respect uh and and value to to what we do and yeah and- Cause what I've realized now because of the lack of support out of everything that's happened there, you know, we, I don't necessarily feel cared for. Um, all of my shows have, there's no compensation for, for the, for the money lost, you know, it's, it's, it's really hard. It's tough times, you know, for a musician, for a creative right now.
2: Yeah. And in amongst all of that, like, cause I can imagine how, cause this is also sudden too. Like it was, it was super drastic. It, it, kind of just wasn't happening. And then it was just all that was happening all around us. Like it blew up all around us. And so we've been talking about particularly the importance of looking after yourself. And I think this is really important coming from you as well, because you are an artist and you are feeling the direct impact of all of this. So we wanted to kind of see where you are at with how your, um, taking care of yourself because we heard from a bunch of other incredible guests and friends of the show last week about how they're practicing self-care right now so how like are you kind of thinking about this your self-care and self-isolation and um yeah how to kind of just adjust right now
3: yeah no that's a great question what you know uh, you know like I said like last two weeks have been three weeks have been just so much confusion and I knew that like I just had to really sit in it before I could even consider being creative. Yeah. A lot of people were like, let's just make music, let's make music, but I wasn't I wasn't in the headspace at the time and I needed to journal and I needed to write down how I was feeling and 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 really get my get it all off my chest and kind of just sit with it, you know. Um and I'm feeling better and slowly moving into a routine and really understanding like what it means to like Create from
2: home, and
3: mm. and and what I need. I'm learning a lot about myself. I'm as I'm sure everyone else is, right?
2: Yeah, yeah, you know, definitely. I think that's a really yeah. important point as well. Is that like, it is an opportunity to be like, you know, create, create, create right now, um, because people have got more time and things like that. But also, this is there is no precedent for something like this. It's really hard to measure what this is and understand what it is and you're not feeling creative that's fine
3: (laughs) exactly exactly there's no pressure like we what we need right now is empathy from each other yeah you know to be able to say that's okay like go through it feel it be in it you know until until you can make you know get yourself out of it because it's not there are no more expectations this is all wild wild west right now yeah (laughs) yeah so you know
2: well,
0: yeah.
2: we really, really thank you for joining us so last minute, Ryan, and no um, sharing what you're going through at the moment and um, how this is impacting you, especially when it comes to the conversation around the rivers and um, the theft of water too. like, this is something that still needs constant momentum. It still needs attention. It can't really be pushed to the side it still needs just as much awareness. And so your That's song, it. I'm definitely excited for when your song comes out because it definitely does all of that. You're about to do a live stream right now. Can you tell us a bit about that before we wrap <laughs> up?
3: <laughs> yes, yeah, for sure. It's with Mughalin Performing Arts Company. Um, we are putting on a live stream at uh, on their Facebook page at 6 p.m. today. And also I want to mention as well, I am talking with Uncle Bruce. We're still doing the talk on Saturday, the 4th of April at 6 p.m. And that'll be on, I believe... The Create or Die uh, Facebook page, so that'll be live streams there as well.
2: Too deadly. Thank <laughs> you so much, Ryan, for joining no us. No,
3: sorry, uh, good to hear from you. You
2: too, my brother. Last week, we were talking about the importance of looking after yourself, particularly during these really draining and uncertain, difficult times. And we heard from a bunch of incredible past guests and friends of the show about how they're practicing self-care right now. So if you'd like to listen back, you can at fbiradio.com forward slash race matters or wherever you get your podcasts. We've got another deadly message to share with you today is from arts worker and writer Sumin Shim. So take a listen.
1: During these fearful times, I am reminded that fear is in opposition to love, and love is hope. And so I've been rereading a lot of my favorite texts that um, help me feel hopeful. And I would like to share a few of these quotes because everything that I am and everything that I know I've learned through reading. So the first is from Bell Hooks all about love and she writes like all great mysteries we are all mysteriously called to love no matter the conditions of our lives the degree of our depravity or despair the persistence of this call gives us reason to hope without hope we cannot return to love breaking our sense of isolation and opening up the window of opportunity hope provides us with a reason to go forward it is a practice of positive thinking being positive living in a permanent state of hopefulness renews the spirit renewing our faith in love's promise hope is our covenant and i also just want to share um i've been rereading pachinko by Min Jin lee um because part of my self-care is calling my family a lot and this book has a lot to do with my family's own history and i guess everything that they have endured and so i find a lot of strength in knowing that um you know throughout difficult times humans are so resilient and so strong and um Min Jin lee writes there was consolation the people you loved they were always there with you she had learned sometimes she could be in front of a train kiosk or the window of a bookstore and she could feel Noah's small hand when he was a boy, and she would close her eyes and think of his sweet grassy smell and remember that he had always tried his best. At those moments, it was good to be alone, to hold on to him. I hope that everyone is finding strength and hope during these difficult times.
2: That was Su Min Shim. Thank you so much for sharing those beautiful words. We've got Tanya Ali, my sister girl here, joining us right now too. She's our EP and pretty much the
0: mastermind behind Race Matters. <laughs> oh, too kind. I don't think we've ever... Oh No, maybe we've been on the mic before, like once or twice, back in the day. But back,
2: back in the day. It's <laughs> been a
0: long time, Sarah. Uh, how is isolation treating you?
2: Um, isolation, look... I've been having a lot of thoughts back and forth about self-isolation and my own anxiety and amongst all of this. Like last week was definitely an emotional roller coaster for me. And something that I've come to recognize is that being able to self-isolate is a massive privilege. And it's something that I'm trying to like, I don't want to be like, you should not feel bad right now in your solitude at all but it's definitely something that I'm trying to recognize as I adjust right now that being able to have my own space being able to protect my family by not like because like if I wanted to go out bush right now like which I do all I want to do is go out to and I can't because then like there's five people to a house and you know there's it's just like I, I do not have my own space like it's not really safe I don't know what I'm bringing in there so I'm just trying to take solace
0: in the fact that I am safe Right now. Totally, totally. What about you? Um, Yeah, I think I'm the same. Um, and, you know, we were chatting yesterday and I feel like you kind of touched on that and it, it really stuck with me. Like, remembering, yeah, it doesn't take away from our feelings of negativity around the situation that we found ourselves in, but uh, kind of limiting those feelings mm. to a certain amount of time or just trying to, like have your wallowing time and then getting up and, like, getting on with it, like, yeah. I think is really important. Um, so, yeah, I'm I'm glad Sumin talked about words. I feel like I'm finding a lot of comfort in reading for sure. I finished a book yesterday maybe or the day before uh, called Home Fire by Kamala Shamsi, who's a Pakistani-British author, and it was just such a great read, like, really sad, um, but also quite hopeful in ways, and it was nice. Like, I'm Pakistani and um, I've got family in London and in some way I felt kind of closer to them mm. by reading it. Um, so, yeah, books and words are always so much, uh, there's so much comfort in them.
2: Yeah, they create a kind of um, unexpected connection like a feeling of intimacy
0: totally which
2: is really hard to find right now
0: absolutely and I think
2: that's why a lot of people would be feeling the weight of self-isolation is that fear like I think a lot of people are probably feeling like they're so like they've never really recognized how much they didn't like their own headspace or being on their own and so like one little thing that I did yesterday to kind of take care of myself is I wrote down like 10 things that I want to try i'm not gonna do all of them i know i won't but i just like wrote them down for myself and then i put down at the end of it i should just try one new thing a day like like even if it's only for like five minutes like you know pick up a different language and like i don't know try and say like two or three words out of it like it was that. super simple
0: yeah yeah, I feel like setting goals is very important in this time, even if they're small or random or whatever, just like having a thing. I think I want to try and go for a walk every day, like yeah. even if it's just around the block, just getting out of your spaces that you're like all of a sudden spending all of this time in. Super yeah. Important.
2: yeah. Like like I said, they don't go down Oxford Street. I went down Oxford Street the other day on my little walk. Very not, it didn't make me feel very good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so just stay away from there. Good to avoid.
0: Um. If you want to share your self-care uh, tips kind of or what you're doing to look after yourself in this time, we'd still love to hear from you. If you want to record a voice memo and send it to racematters at fbiradio.com, um, where all ears, and we'd love to include it in a future app.
2: Thank you so much for that, Tanya. Thank you so much for having me on again and doing Race Matters. It's definitely um, a bit Of peace right now and amongst all of this for me. Thank you for listening to everyone as well. I'm Sada Khan. Race matters. Race matters. Race matters.
1: Race matters. Race matters. Race matters. Race matters. Race matters.